Anyways, welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along uh, with... the other guy, Big Dave. And uh, since... Well, since we are um, approaching... Uh, actually, it, I can't... I don't... Uh, we're this summer in 2021. It's hard to even imagine that we're saying 2021 <laughs> for one thing, and for another, we're kind of like, yeah. Oh God, I can't believe it's been 30 years since this happened. But uh, yeah, in the summer of 1991, I don't have the actual date. Dave might be able to pull I'm, it up. I'm looking for it. A little movie you might have heard of by the name of Terminator 2: Judgment Day was released. Release date was July 1st, 1991. So as we're recording in, in this Los for, Angeles, mm-hmm. the the wide distribution was, release date was July 3rd. Third. Okay. So this was a Fourth of was July, July weekend yep. blockbuster movie, yep. and, and it was. This was the biggest movie of the year. Yes, and uh, and in my opinion, the best of all of them. We'll we'll get into a lot of that because I have thoughts, and you always do, <laughs> and I know you do as well. You um, always do. Terminator Two. Okay, before we even get into the movie, I want to say this: they. In the very early 90s, you started seeing a lot, and I mean a lot, of consumer tie-ins to movies. Um, when I was re-watching, I'll be honest, I didn't finish watching the entire thing before we <laughs> sat down, but I've seen the movie so many times, I just wanted to go back and, and kind of refresh myself on some stuff. Yeah. I can't believe how many times Pepsi shows up in the first like <laughs> forty-five minutes of this movie. You know, people walking through this big Pepsi machine, or, or they got a Pepsi in their hand with like the logo just oh, yeah. per- pointed perfectly at the camera. Like I, was like, oh, yeah. I remember the Pepsi um, commercials. Every fast you know, food restaurant that was a Pepsi franchise, Taco Bell was yep. doing the Terminator collector exactly, cups. Exactly, yeah. Taco Bell was the big one on that. I remember yeah. that. Um, but the biggest piece of, I mean the biggest piece of promotion that they did was the video for you could be mine by guns and roses yeah, okay absolutely. we're going to talk about that before because that that hit a month before this movie did um and it was one of those and things it was basically a trailer for the movie but, yeah and a lot of you know of course it had you know it had <clears throat> as a lot of music videos did at the time and and going forward, that yeah. would have like it would, that would have a time that was like a movie soundtrack. It would have clips from the movie in it and that kind of stuff. This one went a step further, and Arnold Schwarzenegger actually appeared in, in the, the music movie. video, yeah. um, walking through the crowd. Right. It was almost a recreation of when he was walking through the nightclub in Terminator. A little bit, yeah. But yeah. when it was kind of, and at the very end of the video, it shows uh, the guys come walking out of the, the back door of the club. And he's standing there, and they all kind of like look at him, like you know, they're showing it through his uh, through his HUD display, you know. Yeah. And he's like, each one of them, it'll say, you know, slash guitar player, blah blah blah, and this and, that. and it says at the very last one, it's Axl Rose, and it shows him standing, and it says it it it, it pulls in on him, and it says uh, W Axl Rose, the singer. Uh, or target acquired and it says you know lead singer and at the bottom of it says assessment waste of ammunition yes <laughs> and they just stand there and look at each other for a second and Arnold kind of smiles at him and turn and they like start to turn away from each other and that's the end of the video yeah. you know it's like <laughs> how little how little did we know that it actually would turn out to be true that he would be a yeah, waste well, of ammunition I still, I still like Hank. I'm sorry I'm still a big I'm still a big Axl Rose no fan. don't get me wrong I love Guns N' Roses but. well the the thing about it okay the concert video the like the the okay the concert footage 
Obviously, all the footage of Arnold walking through the crowd is not at that particular concert. No. That concert was in New York City. I remember when this happened, like, because it was one of those things that it was MTV News covered it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a club. It was it was at a club in New York City that they, they shot all of that. And they were, and this was, okay, so this would have been in, like, eight, or, um, excuse me, May or June or somewhere around in there. Might might have been in April that last excuse me, last part of April or something, because it's one of those things that we were still a few months away from the Use Your Illusion albums being released. Yeah. And this was the first single that was released uh, off of that album, plus it was also on the soundtrack, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they had, they did that whole... They basically went in there and they're like, hey, we're gonna we're doing a concert here, but we're also shooting a music video. So all of that stuff, you know? Uh, there's some really cool concert footage in there like there's one i remember again watching an mtv uh, news where they're like talking to them you yeah. know after the show and everything and it was funny because like there's a there's a shot in the video where duff like takes his bass off and jump and like jumps into the crowd you know like yeah stage dives and he said that when he came back somebody stole his wallet <laughs> it's like, why did you have your wallet and begin with you know that's that's kind of yeah a, you kind of um, gotta leave that yeah, in the dressing room you know and all that kind of stuff but it's it's kind of one of those I, I always loved the video for that footage. If well, not it's anything. a great video. It's a great, I mean, let's be honest. And it's a music video of its time where it is a lot of music, like of live concert footage and stuff, which Guns yeah. N' Roses people tend to forget. We've talked about it a few times, covered it. Their big breakout was when Paradise City. Paradise City, City which like, was a live concert a live, video. Exactly, with them playing, yeah. I think it was in the Meadowlands, if I'm not I'm not mistaken. And they were opening, that seems that, correct. I think they were opening for Aerosmith at the time or something, you know, because it's one of those, and it's one of those things that that music video is like iconic yeah. with all that all of that concert footage and stuff. So. And Steven Tyler, I think, used to complain about having to go on stage mm-hmm. after them because mm-hmm. they were blowing the roof off of everywhere. Right. And, you know, so it's one of those things that, like I said, this was the biggest tie-in to the movie was yeah. this song and this scene, which is funny because again when i started watching the movie uh you know john connor you know when he's when he's with his little buddy and they're on the, the bike and everything that they play the song like three times <laughs> yeah or keep playing the song yeah, they keep, keep every time they keep coming back and they're, they're playing, playing it again the song, and they're playing it yeah. again i'm like i don't have a problem with that because it's a freaking awesome song to begin with but the, his red red-headed friend looks so familiar to me i cannot place it's what movies big he was uh he was Josh's best friend in Big. Oh, that's yeah. right. I know. I was watching that too. I was like, that's that's the kid from Big. Yeah. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's another one before we really get into it. Okay, so this was this was uh, you know this is a James Cameron movie. Uh, you know he had done the original Terminator. Yep. And uh, this okay the original produced Termin- and directed yeah. by the original Terminator came out in 1984. It was not a big hit in the theaters. No. But once it hit home video, it got a it following like you wouldn't up. believe, yeah. and it made all kinds of money. I mean, that's where I saw it. With that's where VHS. I saw it too. Yeah, yeah, I know it's the same thing. And so it was one of those things they had been trying for. He had been trying for a while to make the sequel to make this movie yeah and he couldn't he couldn't get the funding because again it wasn't a blockbuster at the you know it was after he did aliens though which was like two years later it was at 86 i think it was when something aliens like that yeah that was kind of what gave him the cloud of like hey look i just did a sequel to a movie that was a moderate success in the theaters 
and this was a big blockbuster. Yeah. Like it did well, you know. So I want to do my movie over here. Of course, he also went and he did the Abyss before this, which is actually where the technology for the T one thousand was developed. You know, with all that stuff. Which, if you haven't seen the Abyss, that's another one you should go that back is and a, watch. Yes, that that is a good movie. That was one that I came to later. Oh you know, really? Like, I didn't see it before this. Like it was one of those. I'll be honest. I saw it after this because I heard I had heard about. Like my mom was a big fan of the Abyss. Again, going to my mom, yeah. loving her sci-fi movies. Uh, my mom was a big fan of the Abyss and kept talking about how good it was and everything. And I was like, I don't, I don't care about you know underwater. I didn't even know what it was about to be honest. I knew it was something underwater, but yeah, I, it was one of those things that it came out after both Leviathan and Deep Star Six, and I was like, I've seen both of those movies. I don't need to see another underwater see, monster I, movie you know now i saw and the then, abyss but i saw it vhs on yeah. the vhs release and i wanted to see it because it looked the box itself looked awesome yes it did and I, the I description know. of the movie yeah, on I the know. back of the box was kind of i was like yeah i gotta see this right. this is gonna be good so um but here's the thing uh james cameron loves to reuse his, his same actors yes he does um, which, and of course he married Linda Hamilton. So, you know, that was, you know, which I think they were just married or they got married shortly after this one. I can't remember. One exactly. or the other. Yeah. yeah. And then they got divorced after Titanic, which good on her. That means she got a ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, you imagine how that, that dinner table talk man. went. It's like, you actually made this movie mm-hmm. and released this movie. I want a divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was having an affair, so that was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, it was, he was married, made Terminator 2, met Linda Hamilton, they got together, and so he divorced his first wife, and then he got together with somebody on the crew or something at, uh, while making Titanic, and so he, and then he got divorced from Linda Hamilton, so apparently yeah. it's, if you're working on a, you know, if you're working on a movie with James Cameron, there's a good chance you could wind up his next girlfriend or wife or something. So. His next ex-wife, mm-hmm. if you want to get technical about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Anyway, well, the reason why I say he, he reuses is that, did you recognize the stepmom? Okay, what did he... She... The, step, the stepmom. You okay, know, okay, Or not okay. stepmom, but the foster mom, I'm sorry. The, okay, the, the what foster, was she from then? She's from Aliens. It's Vasquez. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. There's one even better, though. Okay. She's in Titanic. You've seen Titanic. I'm, I know you have. Everybody's yeah, seen Titanic. Yeah, because I was, yeah. You remember the mom with the two kids, and she's telling the, the bedtime story whenever the, the ship's sinking? Yeah. That's Vasquez. Okay. Yeah, same actor Same actor in all those oh, roles. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things that, you know, it, it's... We've seen Bill Paxton show up in a yeah. bunch of stuff. You know, we saw Lance Henriksen show up in a bunch of stuff. I mean, yeah. It's one of those things. He reuses the same actors over and over. And, and she, I wish I knew her name off the top of my head. Uh, hold on. Uh, she'll always probably, be Vasquez. I can probably but, pull the cast up here real but, quick. Uh, but, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, other cool thing about this man, like, we haven't even started talking about the movie yet. This was like... It wasn't his first role, but this was where we all were introduced to Robert Patrick. And... Yeah, that steely gaze that he has is just yeah, it's creepy. It's creepy, and he uses it to great effect in Scorpion. Also, did you ever uh, see a TV show Scorpion? No, I didn't. Oh, you really should watch that. That's a good show. I've seen him. You know, of course, yeah, he wound up on the X Files. You know, later, and uh, oh, this was also because it actually says Jeanette Goldstein. Yeah, it actually says introducing Edward Furlong. 
yeah you know, on uh, that this was that was his very first movie let's see let me pull a Robert Patrick here and um, let's see what his first thing was come on now he's been in a lot of stuff <laughs> he's been in a lot of stuff yeah uh, you know what no actor yeah he had been in a few things nothing uh, probably smaller roles he was in Die Hard 2 he was in Die Hard 2? Yeah, I played O'Reilly. I don't know. I don't recognize him. Might that be at one all. of the cops or something. Everything else is like the new adventures of Lassie and some low budget Equalizer 2000, Warlords from Hell, like some, some B movie stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, so this was his big breakout. Good for him. You know? Um, this is also the movie. That started the Harley Davidson fat boy craze. Yes. Everybody in the world wanted that I remember, bike. I remember, of course, you know, from seeing the, the music video, you know, there was the, there was the shot of, of them on the bike running from the tow truck that the T-1000 yep. is driving, you know, and that kind of stuff, which we're going to come back to that in a minute, okay? Yeah, um, because sure. there's something in there that I was really noticing last night that I'd noticed before, but last night it was really standing out. Um, the, um, I remember watching the MOOCs. I did not see this movie in theaters. I saw it when it was released on home video later. Um, cause I just, I just, I didn't get a chance to, for whatever I had, whatever was going on that summer. I just never got a chance to go see it. Um, and so it was one of those things I saw it later, but him, when he goes into that biker bar at the beginning and he gets the, uh, the clothes and then the bike, you know, and yeah. stuff, um, that I remember then going like that was like kind of starting to reignite my love of motorcycles and thinking, man, no, that's yeah. an awesome bike, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. And so, so yeah, there, there was a lot, there's a lot to unpack there. I what, guess. what I have learned in the years since and talking to guys who ride bikes, cause I'm, I'm actually looking at maybe getting my mm -hmm. license and getting a bike myself. Mm -hmm. Those things are terrible to ride. If you have a heavy crosswind because okay. those wheels are solid. Oh yeah, and they are evidently a huge wind catcher, and yeah. will push you right off the road. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a. It just. He just. Arnold looked cool on that yeah, bike. Is what it came down to. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was like what forty something when they made this movie. Probably. I want to say because I know he's in his seventies now. Of course, you know. Uh, oh, I'll tell you the other thing. Uh, you know, there was the iconic. Like so, we haven't even gotten into the movie yet. This is just all the stuff around the movie. Yeah. You know. Uh, there was the big, you know, in, in the first Terminator, the big thing was the catchphrase, you know, the I'll be back. Yeah. They put a big push on the Hasta La Vista. Yeah, baby. they did. Uh, like that was in the Pepsi commercial and in the Taco Bell commercial. Hasta La Vista, baby. Yeah, that was like, they were like, oh, we're going to make this a thing. Oh, you know? it's going to be, and, and it was for a little bit. For a little bit, yeah. yeah. Now the I'll be back has, actually, I think the the, the line that has stuck from this movie is the come with if me you if you want to live yeah that yeah. that's kind of been the line that that stuck more than anything else um but yeah um all right let's get into the movie itself so yeah uh oh and just uh for everybody that's listening to this uh according to terminator we only got eight years before the nukes go off so <laughs> it's 2029 so <laughs> so many comments that i could make right here but i probably shouldn't because i'd get in trouble yeah, uh, yeah especially what we saw with facebook getting ready to get into uh podcasting yeah <laughs> when you're gonna ruin that just like they're ruining everything else so. yeah 
Which, by the way, if they run podcasting like I think they're going to, we're probably going to pull the page from Facebook. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, well, but they also own Instagram, so, you know. It's, well, it's uh, just a matter of time. I know. So, anyway, um, yeah, so we're, well, we're, let's see, the first one came out, so we're like seven years later. I would say well, Connor, he, John's somewhere in that age range. I don't. Well, know. they say it. They they actually named the time that the movie f- happens. That's right. In, it happens in like nineteen ninety three, nineteen ninety five. Five. Okay, I knew it was further than. Yeah. It wasn't in ninety one. It was later. So yeah. Um. So even in ninety one, they're like, ah, let's make this four years. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Well, that was also you get to age the kid up because yeah, she was pregnant at the end of Terminator. Right. Which would only put the kid at like seven years old in 91 so you add five more years he's 12 now so you can make a yeah you know uh yeah you can you can cast somebody age appropriate in that you know without having to so anyway um uh, yeah so she's in prison or no no no, no. she's in a mental his- institute because yeah. um and we we learned an expo- exposition dump from um from um, John Connor, from John, from Little Johnny. Uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, we're not calling Little Johnny. Oh no! But we, we learned from from John that he uh, that he learned like he's like he's hacking a uh, an ATM. Yeah. And uh, he he said, yeah, I learned from my mom. Said so, you know she used to shack up with like our next Green Beret and different guys who could teach her stuff. And and I that's how I learned all this stuff. She she's basically jumped from from dude to dude who had specific skills that mm-hmm. she could learn from. Mm-hmm. To be able to teach, you know, John how to be the soldier he needs absolutely, to be. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, now, actually, we actually open up with we're in the future, and yes. there is a um, they show a battle between the resistance and the machines. This pretty that actually still looked pretty good. Yeah, you know, I was really. You know that that whole the tracks going across the ground. You think it's rocks, and then the light hits the it's rocks. It's all and it's skulls. skulls. I know, yeah. yeah, I know. And it's just it's like, like, and you ooh. get the and you get that. You know, the the Terminator foot crushing the skull. You know, and all that kind of stuff. And it's a, it's a pretty cool. I mean, even you know the, the battle scene itself. You know, they're fighting with lasers. It's yeah. not you know and that kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, this is actually pretty, especially for something that's thirty years old. This actually held up pretty well. Yeah. Obviously, it's a lot done in miniatures and stuff. You know. Um, a lot more practical. A lot more practical. Except yeah. for the, C- the CG heavy T-1000. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. No, I mean, it doesn't... We don't have to get to it. The, when we finally get to see the T-1000, you know, when he's going, these transformations, it still looks good, but it looks good as a... Oh, this was ahead of its time. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't look as good as... Uh, now, here's the two. here's the difference, though. That's all, you know, the CGI again, you know, early early CGI and all this stuff. It looks good. Actually, it looks better than some modern CGI that I have seen. <laughs> you know, that's like, it, it's still, it's one of those things that, there's a big difference in it is that it doesn't look like it's actually a part of the film itself. It looks like it's like sitting on top of it yeah. more than anything. I'll that's, agree with that. That's where like newer CGI does a, a good job of kind of blending a, a better anyway uh, as opposed to this but the actual effects themselves sometimes i'm like no i could buy this yeah as being a thing as opposed to some even some modern cg stuff where i'm like this doesn't even look like it would 
reasonably feasible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, uh, I, I, I mean, and then you get in the whole Uncanny Valley a lot of times. It's that oh, stuff yeah. where it's like, wow, this is, mm, okay. It's like, wow, those those eyes were completely CGI. Exactly. Because there is no soul behind exactly, that at exactly. all. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so, you know, uh, they send, and the whole thing is a, is a voiceover, right? If yeah. I guess saying that, and they're showing John Connor in the future. It's basically, I can't remember if it's him or if it's her doing the voiceover. I think it may be her. Is it her? Yes, it is her. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, she says that they sent two, that they had originally sent one back and failed. And now that they're, there was two being sent back, one to help and one to kill. Yeah. And it was just a matter of who got there first, you know, type stuff. Um, so, yeah, it, it's one of those things, you know, that, that whole in the, in the, in the mall, you know, again, that, that with Arnold walking through the mall with that, that box of roses that the, that the shotgun is hidden in, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, and all that. And then like, you know, John getting trapped between Terminators, the, the two Terminators <laughs> and not know, and only thinking that one of them is an actual Terminator. He thinks one's a cop. And he then he sees the other, the other one with a, with a gun is like, oh, this is actually happening, you know, yeah. type stuff. Um, and uh, then we find out that, you Which know. Which at that point he thought his mom was full of crap. Right, right. It wasn't until all of this happened yeah. that all of a sudden he was like, wow, she was right, you know. And, of course, they go to break her out. And um, and that's when, when of course, she, she sees the T-500 and is like, no, you know, he's here yeah. to kill us. And, and John's trying to tell her, like, no, 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 he's not here to kill us. He's here to help, you know. Um, which we'll talk about some alternate timelines of this stuff later. So, because <laughs> <laughs> this this started it all. This this is the movie really that started all of it. Um, it is, and um, um, so basically we have a, a chase at that point is what it comes down to. Yeah, you know the uh, you know they're they're on the run trying to keep John safe. The T T one thousand is trying to kill everybody. kill everybody. Um, I want to ask a question. Um, again, like I said, I didn't finish watching this movie, but even in the parts that I did, I want to say that the version that I have might have extended stuff in it because I didn't remember a few things like Kyle Reese. Yeah, obviously I must have watched you, an extended version of it. You must have watched an extended version of it. Kyle Reese was in your version of when, it? When... When she's in the mental hospital, yeah, and when we first see see her, you know, they're, they're, he's leading the uh, the interns through, you know, that kind of stuff, and yeah. then they're like, "Okay, give her some more Thorazine, you know, type stuff." You know, of course, you know, they beat her up and they put the Thorazine to make her go to sleep. Yeah, you know, that leads into when she wakes up. You know, she's having the dream about the the nuclear explosion. Yeah. Okay. The version that I was watching, <laughs> in the dream, Kyle comes to see her. And it's actually the guy that played Kyle Reese. Yeah, you watched an extended Yeah, and it's now. like, and, he, and he's talking to her, and she's chasing him down the hallway and runs outside, and that's whenever she's at the fence. No, and, it just, the dream yeah. is her just at the fence. Right, right. I, I thought that was right. I was yeah. like, I don't remember this being in here. <laughs> and like, there was another scene that I, I can't remember off the top of my head that I was like, I don't... I don't remember this scene either. It's, a <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. You either watch an extended version or we need to have a conversation. <laughs> I did not watch the porn version. Okay? <laughs> I love that meme, though. That you see it every once in a while. I was like, wait a second. I think I downloaded the wrong Halloween movie. 
or whatever, you know. It's, I think this is the wrong X Men. It's like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there were there were like, like I said in the version, definitely the wrong Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so I, that but that was apparently, and it was it was the actor that played yeah Reese in the first one, and like he comes in like she waits, she's like, oh, you know, you know, he's like, you know, I love you, and blah blah blah. But you got to go, you know. She he's saying you got to go. You still got a mission, and blah blah blah. And then he walks out of the room, and she goes running down the hallway. That, after him, I think I was, can see now why they cut that. Yeah, out of it the didn't final make cut. it didn't. It was kind of one of those things where it was like, this is kind of no. I don't. I, first off, like I said, I was confused. Like I don't remember this. It sounds at like all. that really slowed the storyline down. Yeah, um, and like I said, there was another scene I can't remember off the top of my head that was in there. And I was like, I don't think this was in here either, um, but I don't remember what it was, and I'm not going to go run it down to see what they added yeah, to no, it. Yeah, no, let's not do um, that. Of course, That's... the first thing I did is I looked to see how long it was. It was like two and a half hours. I was like, I don't remember this movie being that long. <laughs> I remember it being about two hours, but that was... Yeah. So, that, yeah, they must have they must have put some more stuff into it. There's got to be a link. I'm sure much. there is. Um, oh, no, we went away. Um, but, yeah, it basically becomes a, a chase, you know, um, the rest of the movie of them, you know, they're trying to stay one step ahead of, of, of the T-1000. And, of course, with his shape-shifting abilities, um, you know, you don't get the – you can't assume that whoever is there is real. Well, and, one, the T-500's already had the ability to um, – copy anybody's voice voice right which he does which he's he talking does. to his stepmom well he right? was even doing that one in the first one mm-hmm. but now you can't just copy the voice he can copy mm-hmm. he can replicate anything that he touches right, right. and uh, and it's funny which, because you know that which I have a bone to pick with this okay go ahead because the T500 talks about you can't you know he can't do complex machines right. he can't do you know moving parts or you right. know chemical you know only simple mechanical and then he completely turns himself into other people which the human body is a complex. I know, I know. Mechanical well, machine. The other thing that I have with it is like at the very first, because they always send them back. You know, they send them back, and when they're they come back, they're always naked. Okay. Yeah. Which is the whole thing that you know, the T one thousand kills the cop and takes his clothes. I'm like, wait a second. We see him morph into all kinds of stuff of people with clothes on. Why did he yeah. have to? <laughs> why did he have to take his clothes? It was <laughs> well, it's only fair. The T five hundreds and the humans uh, yeah, have to I come know, through I naked. Yeah, so whatever. the T one thousands have to come know, through naked. Also, well, that's yeah. That was more of a we have, we're going to put a couple of naked people on on camera. You know. Um, uh, just for those that don't know this, and this is a, I found this very interesting whenever I learned it way back in the day. Robert Patrick is the brother of Richard Patrick, who played with Nine Inch Nails and was the front person for Filter. Oh, really? They're brothers. I and if you ever no look idea. at them, yeah, they that, look alike. That makes sense. <laughs> but I'm like, how do two people from the same family make it in two different you know, the two different, you know, artistic uh, yeah. fields, you know. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they're they uh, they're brothers. Um, That's interesting. I wonder why they never got filtered to do any of the other. I don't know. Yeah. You know, that's a. Um, I guess I killed him in Terminator 2, so there's Yeah, no, there's but, no but, but he also did show up in Wayne's World, remember? Oh, that's right. He's like he got that where it's right. He, he does the whole like T two thing, you know, where he like runs like runs down and everything. Yeah, yeah. And so he's but that's just a, you know it's Wayne's World, you know. They, yeah, they have all kinds of one hundred thirty seven minutes. So that's two hours and seventeen minutes. 
So I had an extra. <laughs> you must extra thirteen the, minutes or so. For, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, extra six sixteen minutes. Um, yeah, so that was one of them. And there's, I don't know. It's a you're gonna have to like kind of take the, the the wheel on some of this because, like I said, I didn't rewatch all of the movie, and so it's not fresh in my head. I could get there uh, for some of it. Uh, I mean, it's 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 fairly simple. Oh, I remember. I remember what the other picture was. The other, the other. You wanted to talk about the the tow truck. Oh yeah. Well, I remember. I remember what the other <clears throat> the other scene that I saw. That I was like, I don't think this was okay. Actually, and I want to check something before I say. Oh okay. Because I think there's another actor that was in this. I and, think it was him, and I was like, and I hate huh? to boil it down this simple, but it's it's easily. Terminator shows up to kill kid. Terminator shows up to save kid. Two Terminators have a showdown, and lots of people get shot. Except for the good Terminator, who's not allowed to shoot anybody or not allowed to kill anybody. Correct. So, yeah, one of my favorite scenes is when they're trying to get out of. Um, oh, what's the name of the company that actually ends up building the Terminators? Talking about Skynet. Uh, well, it's, oh, right, yeah, it's um, um, I can't remember the name of the. But they're in that building trying to get out, and he's basically walking around kneecapping everybody. Oh yeah, pop, yeah, pop. Pop, no one died. Ha ha ha. I told you wrong. Oh. The kid that played <clears throat> Tim, his buddy. Yeah. That's Danny Cooksey. Uh that he wasn't in he was not in um um Okay. He wasn't in big. He was on a very popular television show in the eighties. He was brought on later. What was it? Different strokes. He was on different strokes. Yep. You remember Mr. Drummond got remarried? Yeah, vaguely. Like the last couple, like I think it was like the last two seasons or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and he was, he played um, Sam. He was the step, he was the Mr. Drummond's step son. Oh, okay. And uh, he was also, he's been, he was, look, I'm looking through, he was on Salute Your Shorts and a few other, a few other things here and there. Um,. So yeah, so he had been around, but that he wasn't the one I was looking for. Um, so the other scene that I think was not that I think was 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 a a new an insert. They were at the lab, and you know what? I don't see his name, so maybe it's not him. They were at the lab where they were where they were creating the the new, and it was one of the things that shows the guy come walking. It shows like the lab, and this guy comes in. And he goes, "Hey, we got the new diagnostics on on it. Where did this thing even come from?" And the, and then one of the guys says, uh, "Don't I even asked ask. That, I asked that question once. No, that's actually not, Dyson. That's, is that, that in there? That's actually okay, in the did, original did movie. Did it show him go in to like he goes to security and he goes into a room and there's the hand and he's got yes. a chip and okay, okay. Yes, I just I guess I just didn't remember that exactly. Cyberdyne and Cyberdyne. Cyberdyne. Yeah. Now the the thing that I I have not I, I can't. 
Yeah, because he like trips over the garbage can and like oh, has picked the garbage okay, can. It's not him. And, okay, yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. it. Okay, okay, yeah. So that was the other one that I, I didn't remember. Like I, said, I had not seen this movie in quite a few years, so I was I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and I thought I was wrong, but I thought that the security guard that he had that was was Eugene Le- Levy, but it's not. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> yeah, one I kept looking at it going, dude, that sounds just like him, you know. And of course, he was much younger, you know, type yeah, thing. But, yeah. but it wound up not being him. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of the that and I, I guess that was that. that was the only other one that I saw that I was like oh okay blah blah, blah. Uh, okay yeah. we were talking about the that scene that chase which I have to say this I was sitting there I was watching on my computer last night and my son was in the room and he was playing on his games or whatever yeah. and he came over and like sat down next to me and started watching it with me like right before that and he was like what's this movie you know I was like it's called Terminator you know but I didn't, of course he whatever he's seven years old you know yeah and uh, that chasing like when they're on the motorcycle and we're you know john connor is on the little the dirt bike you know and he's going through the aqueducts and stuff yeah and, uh, and la river the la river yeah and so it's one of those things where like all that's happening and he was like really into it like he was just sitting there his eyes were like wide watching the whole thing. oh yeah because it's an awesome chasing <laughs> and then as soon as the chasing was over and it was back into just normal stuff he was like Okay, and he just got up and like started playing his game again. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm only here for the exciting stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got, you've got what's essentially a 12 year old, which is mm-hmm. he was probably more like 16. No, no, he was younger. Than was that. he younger he was than young. that? Maybe yeah. 14. He was. So, hold on, I'll tell you how old he was. So you got it right got, here in the storyline. You've got a 12 year old on a dirt bike. He was well when this was filmed. He would have been probably about 13 years old. Okay. So in real life, you've got a 13 on what looked like a maybe a Yamaha or a Honda 125 yeah, yeah. being chased by a Terminator on a Harley Fat Boy. Well, actually, he's being chased by... Well, being chased by the T-1000. And then the Harley a, chasing a, them. Yeah, in a semi-tow truck. Yes. Flat-nosed, I think it was a Peterbilt yep. um, semi-truck tow truck. So it's the big, the biggest ultra-heavy one. Right. And then the Harley chasing it. Right. Yeah. And then the, they was really, you know, some cool, like the jumps and everything. Okay. Here's what I was going to get into it. Yeah. And I remember this, especially from the, the Guns N' Roses video, because that scene is there where he were um, Arnold or when the Terminator jumps the bike in front of the tow truck. Yeah. Off of the, you know, he basically comes off the off ramp and like jumps over, you know, and gets in front of him and he's like chasing down John Connor trying to, you know, pick him up and everything. Yeah. I remember even then like watching that and going, dude, they could have at least gotten a stunt dude that kind of looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. And last night, rewatching it, every time that you see something like it's like, dude, it does, just because you threw glasses on him doesn't hide the fact that that is not Arnold Schwarzenegger on that bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen that in other movies too, where it's like, oh, that was an obvious stunt person. You know. <laughs> and there is no way that they actually landed that bike mm-mm, like they mm-mm, did. Mm-mm. They they obviously jumped that off into a soft pack something somewhere. i know and you know and then the whole whenever he like reaches over and grabs john connor's off of his bike and then like pulls him onto his i'm like yeah. i want to know how they did that yeah uh, that was obviously they were on because you don't see the entire bike you only see it from like the handlebars up or whatever it's like oh obviously they did that they're you, probably on a flat they are on a flat bit, and they just they did the whole you know and they had him on a they had him on a yeah. um, uh, harness you know and everything and it's like okay um, that was my my biggest. I was like, there, were, but there were several there were several shots during that sequence where I was like, 
you could have blurred the face or something just to try to, you know, motion is, blur. Yeah, I that's mean, a just, good use of motion blur yeah, right just, there. Man, yeah. It's like, man, it is obvious that that is not him. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um, I think it was shortly after that that I kind of well, that was you know that was the whole when he calls calls back home because he wants yeah. to warn his, his foster parents and they ask the whole like you know what's your what's your dog's name it's max and he's yeah. like how's Woofie doing oh Woofie's doing great and blah 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 he just hangs up the phone he's like your foster parents are, are dead. dead yeah it's yeah it's no like, it's a, what yeah and uh um so yeah there's but, and then but that gave knife hand a whole new meeting oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah i got to i guess where i stopped was after the breakout uh from the mental Hospital, hospital, yeah. Um, was shortly. It was basically when they were driving in the car. Yeah, it, you know, and like she's, he's kind of filling her in on um, what's going on, on what's going on, yeah. and of course she and she's was, asking questions and giving directives, right? And and she's now in control, right? Or, and he, but he's also like she's getting on John about you know I told you you know you not don't come for me you can't do that yeah. you know and everything you're more important than this and. They hold, me, they, hold, they hold up in that garage. They pull the bullets out of the Terminator and kind of sew everybody right. up. And that's when they start heading towards Mexico. Right. Let me say this. I remember being Linda Hamilton being attractive. Oh, yeah. I forgot just how attractive she was until I watched this again last night. <laughs> Well, I mean, she was she was really attractive in the first one, right? In oh yeah. Th- in this one, she bulked up in this one she, too. She, she didn't was, just bulk up; yeah. she toned out. I know. And like, I don't think there was any body oh, fat yeah, on no, her whatsoever. No, but I mean, but she like when she's doing those pull ups. Yeah. The, I mean, I was just like, dang, dude, that is yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that was just a wow. I, I could believe. It. Yeah. So then they head to Mexico, and that's where they go down and they get the the guns and the supplies and you know they get the i think it was a bronco or something yes and they're supposed to keep going south right and that's when linda hamilton's character takes off to go kill um dyson right because she's gonna try to because she had she had attempted to blow up uh the that factory yeah that's what once before that's what wound her up in the The psychiatric ward yeah and um Instead, she decides to go to his house with a sniper rifle. Right. <laughs> well, it wasn't even really a sniper rifle. It was... Well, you know, the whole thing, we, we go through... The, obviously, we get to the point where they, they beat the, the Terminator because... And the whole thing is is because they say, you know, because they found out that the way that they had... Because they thought they had... Destroyed stopped everything. Stopped it to yeah. begin with. But what happened is because, you know, they had killed the first... term the, the T-500 the first time yeah. in a metal press. And what happened is that people, they got a hold of the, the arm, oh, an arm and the, and the, the microchip, micro, the microprocessor that was in the head. And so that's what still made everything go forward because they, they were like, okay, well, you know, so this is how it happens. Well, we can stop this. Yeah. And so that was the whole, you see, you know, the whole thing with, in order to make sure that it didn't happen again, they're at the molten factory, you know, they're at the factory. Well, it was, the, it was a metal smelting factory. Right. And so you say, you Iron see that works. where, where yeah. the T 500 sacrifices himself in, you know, basically melts down, melts himself down yeah. to make sure that, that this couldn't happen again. And we're left on a high note on a high note of, Hey, we stopped this thing. Fast forward a few years to Terminator three. 
Rise of the Machines. Rise of the Machines. And it's one of those things where, again, we've got an older John Connor who's like he's, yep. what a, he's in his 20s at the time, I think, or something and like that. complete vagabond living off grid, hiding because yes. he's not convinced. Right. And it's one of those things because like when he comes back this time, he tell I remember, I remember this is only this is only, well I've only seen two of these in the theater that was the first one I saw in the theater yeah and it was I remember him telling because he asked about Sarah Connor you know and she he says she's she died of cancer but that she died she basically because it was supposed to happen in what ninety seven. Yeah, it was like whatever. She died like shortly thereafter. She made sure that she lived long enough to make sure that the apocalypse didn't that that the machine apocalypse didn't happen. You yeah, know, type stuff. What we learned in that that movie is that there was no stopping it. It was something that was going to happen no matter what. Yeah, that that's how that has one of the most bummer endings of a movie yeah. ever. Of them like him and his girlfriend in a bunker basically hunkering down as the the nukes are going off who, who, who's the actress it was, was uh, that Cla- uh, Claire Danes Claire yeah. Danes yeah and of them hunkering down as the, as the, the bombs are going off still have a thing for Claire yeah. Danes and um, he did you ever see um, uh, Stardust mm, don't think so you need to see Stardust if you love Claire Danes you need to see Stardust okay um, it's a it's actually based on a children's book that Neil Gaiman wrote. Really? And it's a fantasy movie. It's got, uh, what's his name, Charlie Cox that played Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is like kind of the, like the main protagonist in okay. it. Okay, I'll have to look it and up. And Claire Danes plays a fallen star. Oh. And Robert De Niro has oh, an no. amazing... No, he says he's got like it's a small role in it. Yeah. He's got one of the best roles of his entire career. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. You, you need to see it. It's a great... It's a fantasy movie. Like literally like, you know, it's like there's magic and there's, you okay. know, and all this kind of stuff. I'll have to look that one up. It... I'm telling everybody that I have like that I have said you need to go watch this movie. When they watch it, they're like, "How did I miss this?" It's like because it didn't do well in theaters. Like I saw it in the theater. I, I had been told by someone like, "You really ought to see this movie." Yeah. And Claire Danes just, no pun intended, she shines in this movie. <laughs> I mean, like she. I mean, it's one of those things. It's like Total oh yeah, pun I know, but yeah. No, yeah, actually, because there's there's actually a whole plot with that whole with that situation. Gotcha, yeah. But it's one of those things where it's like. Wow, this! I wish more people knew about this movie. Okay, okay. well, so we, anyways, just let, we just let a whole bunch of people see Stardust. Yeah, Stardust. There you go. Okay, back uh, to it's Terminator Two. Well worth it. So yeah, so it's or Terminator Three, three at this three point, at Ride this of the point. Machines. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it is. It does. It has one of the most bummer endings where it's like basically it pulls back and you're seeing the the, the nukes going off around the world. Yeah, and it's and there is a voiceover, you know, saying you know no, you you can't stop fate. Basically, is what yeah. it comes down to. Okay, so it's funny because I remember like even watching this last night, the, the parts of it that I did see, and thinking, okay, this franchise has been rebooted at least four times. Because <laughs> two is yeah. a reboot. Two is a complete, I know it's a sequel, but it's a complete reboot also. It is. It of, is. Okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a big star now. He yeah. wasn't when he made this movie, and so he can't be the bad guy. He's got to be the good guy. So we got to reboot this to where the, the T-500 is now the good guy. Yeah. Okay, so we got this reboot. Okay, then you get which to th- it actually wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't, it, and it made you know it makes sense. Yeah, I got to send. A, I've got to send someone back in time that can fight this thing. It's got to be one of the robots. And if I send just a regular robot, they're never going to believe. Yeah, that 
I, I've got to send somebody back that that they my, that they're going to recognize, yeah. even if they recognize them for the wrong reasons. Yeah, at least you know type <clears throat> thing. So, um, three is another reboot because it it basically because at the end of two four. no three because basically at the end of two, hey, we stopped everything. Everything's good. Well, yeah. high note. Three is a no. You can't stop anything. Yeah. So okay. Basically okay. I see the, what you're saying. That yeah. Four. I did not see four. I know four was at Genesis. I actually enjoyed Genesis. Or was, that's or is it Genesis or was it Salvation? Uh, hold on. I'm actually. Going I, that was Salvation. The one with Christian Bale where it's set in the. Oh Philia, yeah, that was which Salvation. I've never seen. Which I've I, never seen. I okay? actually enjoyed that one. It's I've, got it's got a twist. I've I mean, never, it's, I've never seen that one, and uh, I've I've only heard bad things about it. <laughs> it's not a great movie, right? But. I have watched it two or three, you know, because it'll come on, right? And I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm going to watch this." Okay, then there was, and, and I'm not really watching it for Christian Bale. It's the other character that actually I knew plays, that, that, like John Connors is kind of like he's not really the main character. No, he is it. not. Yeah, no, he is not. It's before he becomes the, the lead of the, the resistance and everything. Yeah. Then there was the there was Terminator: The Sarah Connor Chronicles, the television show. Did you ever watch that? I I tried to watch some of it's it. It's really good. Like I watched it when it because only it was only two seasons long, and really the first season uh, is like thirteen episodes. It was kind of it was a mid season replacement. You know, they came yeah. on in the spring, but it did so well. They're like, okay, we'll bring this. And back they had for a, Summer Glau as the she played the Terminator. Terminator yeah, but Lena Headley that played um, 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 Stark. Um, not Stark. I'm sorry. Um, oh, Lannister. Yeah. What's the 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 mom? Cersei. She plays Cersei. Cersei plays Lannister. Sarah, Cersei plays Sarah Connor. Which is funny because you have Cersei Lannister playing Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor, and then in Genesis you have yeah. Daenerys Tar- Targaryen playing Sarah, uh, Sarah Connor. So, um, but it was one of those things. It was actually pretty interesting because it's a time travel. Oh, and oh, you, but you know who plays the T one thousand in the, the the television show? No, Shirley Manson. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So, um, but the thing is, is it's a time travel show. Like it starts off in like nineteen ninety five or seven or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. And then it jumps ahead to like current time, which was like two thousand eight or something at the time, you know, uh, because they they wind up they wind up going into the future. And they also bring in um, uh, Kyle Reese's brother. Okay. Into this, that's an interesting. It is storyline. It's, it's a really cool storyline of, um, uh, and it's, it's played by. And it's it's funny because the show was kind of eh for the first couple of episodes, and then they brought they bring this character in, and it's plays played by um, uh, Brian Austin Green. And he actually, like, when that character came on the show, the show really got a lot better all of a sudden. Yeah. But it, it really, it deals with a lot of, like, jumping. And it's also during that, sh- in the show, is when she gets the di- the cancer diagnosis. Okay. So it really is in the, the timeline, like, in the, you know, whatever. I'll be honest, I didn't finish out the second season of it all the way. And it also ended, like, they didn't give it a proper ending. So how everything got set back into the timeline properly. I'm not sure exactly how it happened. But then you have Genesis that came out after that. Salvation. Or Salvation. Salvation, then Genesis. Okay. Genesis. Yeah, Genesis. No, Salvation was the one with Christian Bale, right? Yes. And then then Sarah Chronicles came out, and then it was Genesis. And I have not seen this one either. And I know that if they make John Connors the bad guy in that one, 
Like he's actually a Terminator or something. Yes. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm trying I, to think, what was the one that had the female Terminator? Dark Fate. Dark was that Dark That's Fate? That's the last one. Yeah, yeah I've okay. seen that one. I actually enjoyed that one quite a bit because um, because it's one of those things that I, they brought Linda yeah. Hamilton back, and but, and but they Genesis also and what's her name Mackenzie? Um, I forget what her last name that played the 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 hybrid. Yeah. She's a hybrid basically. I love. She was on a show called Halt and Catch Fire. Which yeah, absolutely. I love that, that was show. a great show. Yeah. That, there's your recommend. Four seasons. It was on AMC, and like every season's like 13 episodes or something. So you don't have yeah. to put a whole lot of time into it. But it's all about the early days of computers. Silicon Valley. So, well, no, so it's not Silicon Valley. It's the Silicon Prairie in Texas. Well, yeah, that's you know, true. Down, they, yeah. they deal a lot with like Texas Instruments and you yeah. know and a bunch of that type of stuff. So it's a really pretty cool show. Um, but yeah, Genesis basically they they send Kyle Reese back and just just as they're sending him back one of the machines actually gets a hold of John Connor and Skynet basically embeds him with nanites oh, okay. and turns him into um, basically Skynet flesh okay. he, he's basically Sky Fle- Sky, Skynet now has a body right yeah, yeah. okay I don't know I, I, I had heard again bad things about I, once that. again it I would, I, you know, I'm a sucker for B grade action I, I get films, it, yeah, yeah, and especially the Terminator series. Mm-hmm. So I can't. I mean, I'll the, be honest; they're not great movies, but they're not terrible movies. The only reason either. that I saw Dark Fate is because they brought Linda Hamilton back, and, and not only that, but also James Cameron actually produced yeah. that that well, he hadn't the other the previous three. So. I'm not gonna lie; I watched it for exactly the same reasons. Mm-hmm. Hamilton was back, and you know, James Cameron was writing it, directing right. it, and all that. Um, I have never been so angry. <laughs> a lot of people hate that movie. I do. I you know of all of all the movies that came out that everybody talked bad about, mm. that's the one I hate. Really? Because because I really liked it. So <laughs> I mean, they've survived. You know, they, no, they, and that's the whole thing. They they killed John Connor in the opening like well, five minutes of the movie. Let me finish movies. what I was saying. <laughs> is basically they went from Terminator Two. They right. made it to Mexico. They're celebrating. Hey, we made it. And a T five hundred. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is the T five hundred shows up and, and kills, kills John Connor, Connor yeah. immediately, yeah. and she's no longer you know the savior. And the task of stopping the rise of the machines jumps to another person. Right. And I'm like, no. Screw you! <laughs> um, but again, I they have played, But they have played with that timeline so much over the. So why wouldn't that? Why would that? I mean, it makes perfect sense. Because seriously, that, they, they stopped it, and then they find out they can't stop it, and then you know they they with Genesis they turn the the, the hero of the story into the bad guy. Yeah, but and then, then they. But I this mean, it doesn't just, even take into account. Any of the other movies, right? It, it it was literally there to go Terminator, Terminator Two, Dark Fate, Dark right, Fate, right? And it was James Cameron going, you know, all those other people that put in all this work. Uh, screw all y'all, yeah. You know, I I, I made Titanic. It happens, <laughs> but that happens a lot. But look at what they just with Halloween. You know, they basically went with that last Halloween movie that came out. They said, okay, everything from past the first Halloween didn't well, happen. No, Halloween Two. No. With that timeline, Halloween 2 never happened. 
I'm going to have to go back and yeah. rewatch it. If you then. go back, it's basically... Because I know, basically Halloween 2 is just a continuation. A direct of, continuation, I know. But yeah. if I'm not mistaken, with that, with this this current timeline of, of the Halloween movies, they wiped out everything from 2 on. I'm going to have to go back and watch it because yeah. I think it includes 2. It might. It might. But even then, you're still wiping out 6 movies. Well, you know? I mean, that's, that's true. You know? And not even counting the Rob Zombie reboots. Exactly. Which I, I thoroughly enjoyed. I like the first one, yeah. Second one, not so much. You didn't like the second one? I did one? not like the second one. Oh, yeah, I, okay. I just, and I tried. I even went back and, re- and tried to re like, I, I watched it the first time and really just did not like it. Now, it wasn't one of those like, oh, this is a piece of crap. It's just like, it just didn't grab me. Okay. And then I went back and tried to rewatch it again. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't like this movie. So, Ooh, hold on. That reminds me of something. Uh-oh. Um, that's going to be a sidebar. Um, nope, that's not it. Yeah, what are you talking about? But yeah, so the, the whole Rob Zombie, uh, the monsters is yeah. gonna do a monsters. I know, I know. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of excited. I know. It depends about on who it. they who he cast. I know what Sherry's probably gonna play Lily, and I'm I would hate to see that I because would, I no, think actually, he could you know do who better. Would, you know who would be better? Who she would be better as? Mm. Marilyn is Marilyn. Yeah, yeah. The, no, the I could blonde, see that. The blonde dingy. The well, not just that, just the. The oddball of the family, yes, you know, I mean, absolutely. That's, yeah, um, but I would much rather see someone else play Lily Monster. I mean, like, yeah, no, Sherry Moon totally needs to be right, Marilyn, right? As, I could see as that. the blonde weirdo. But we'll see. And the, the the key to it is going to be Herman, who they because Fred Gwynn was just oh, he's so, iconic in that yeah, role. I absolutely. mean, that is. Uh, that that's the thing is that no, you know they've tried rebooting the monsters a couple of times. Yeah, it just didn't and it's really like work. no, Fred Gwynn is Herman Munster. Yeah, there is no ifs ands buts about that. Now also, I, with I've the, got an idea name, for uh, it. Grandpa, um, what was his name? Oh, I can't uh, think of his name. Al, um, oh god, what was his last name? Now I have an idea on who could maybe do Herman Munster. Hmm. Um, you remember the show um, Everybody Loves Raymond? Al Lewis. That's Oh, uh, yeah. Um, What's uh, his name? The brother. Yeah. Um, I think uh, he would be great you know in what? that. He actually, that. That's actually a really good suggestion. I think that would he would be great in that yes, role. Yes, I could, I could absolutely see because that. Because he kind of has the same face elasticity to be able to pull off some of that Herman Munster. Either him or the guy, that, uh, uh, Putty, from Seinfeld. Um, um, high five. You know what I'm talking about. Um, Jesus, I can't believe I can't remember these. I'll be honest My with brain you, is not working tonight to where I can start. I, can pull I didn't really stuff. watch Seinfeld all well, that Well, but much. he's been in all kinds of stuff since then. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, he was the voice of the tick. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. I think he may be a little too dry in his delivery to pull yeah. it off. The, you've got to have you, somebody you, that's kind of silly. But you know what I'm, you, you see what I'm saying, though, because he's yeah. a big guy, too. I mean, he's, you oh, know, yeah. that's. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, I think he was. He actually did the live live action version of the tick yeah, too. Yeah, um, I think he's a little too dry. Um, he was actually in a minute. Men Patrick Warburton. Yeah, that's what his name is. Patrick Warburton. He was in a uh, Men in Black movie too, for like a short time. Uh, I think so yeah, he was one of the trainees with Will Smith. Uh, you know what? That's another one of those franchises that I've seen one, and I've seen. Actually, you know what? I've not seen any of them past one. I haven't even seen two. The one where Brad Garrett's who you were talking about. Yeah, Brad Garrett. Yeah, I think Brad Garrett, Brad Garrett is could, the hands down choice for that. Either one of those guys could do it, I believe. Uh, I, now you're right with Brad Garrett. I think 
Yeah, Warburton, Warburton's delivery is a little dry, you know. That and, it, and his comedy works because of that dryness. Right. I mean, that's oh, a, yeah. that's yeah. that comic that that's that comedy that he does. Mm-hmm. If you need somebody that's going to be very ex- expressionistic in right. their face and kind of silly, mm-hmm. Brad Garrett all the way. I could see I, that. I that's think, actually that's a good pull. I'll get that's that's a that's actually a really good pull. That uh. I, yeah, I could, I could absolutely see that. Rob Zombie, I know you're not listening, but if you are, <laughs> you, if you, need, are. you need to go talk Brad to Garrett, Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett, get yeah. him in here. And <laughs> and let your wife play Marilyn. Play Marilyn. She would don't be fine make as a, Marilyn. Don't make a mistake and put her as Lily. Don't Who's going to play it. Eddie Munster, though? I, I think you have to go and find an unknown an for unknown. that one. Yeah, I, I think you've got to find somebody brand new that nobody knows, somebody adorable um, who can also creep people out. Yeah, yeah. He's a little werewolf boy. You yeah. Know, it's a... Uh, what about Grandpa? Grandpa's going to be a hard pull. You need somebody that is funny. Yes. Because Grandpa was, you know, so Al Lewis was, you know, he was, I oh, think, he, was, I think yeah. he started off as a comedian, if I'm not mistaken. I think maybe Vaudeville. Uh, uh, yeah, he probably, if he, did, he didn't do that, then he would, he definitely did like the Borscht Belt yeah. stuff, you know, and all that. Um, um, and he was also pretty young. Like yeah. he he played a lot older than he actually was. Of course, he was a vampire, you know, type. Oh stuff. yeah. Because it was funny because like years later, like you know, twenty thirty years later, or I guess twenty years later, when he would show up on other stuff, and it was like yeah. now he looks old. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> now he looks as old as he was, was playing exactly, back then. You know, it's, it's like a, maybe he is a vampire. Huh? I don't know. Good... I don't know who you would pull as grandpa. Let's leave it up to the listeners, guys. If you have a suggestion for grandpa in the Rob Zombie monster movie. Um, send us some suggestions. Grandpa. I don't know. That's a, that, that's a, as long as they get spike, right? I don't care. (laughs) It's ultimately what it comes down to. And I mean, like, don't do it in CGI. Yeah. Cause we never, we never really saw spike. The, the, the stairs would come up every once in a while and you would see his head and flames and that was it. Do it practical. Do not CGI that crap. If so. if if they can actually pull the original set pieces oh, that would be awesome. with, I don't know. with that spike, yeah. that would be awesome. But here's the problem: you're either going to have to get the original Don Garlis. Uh, oh, I can't even say his last name. The, the Don Garlis, the guy who built the cars. Built yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because there were well, two cars. Again, he built two cars. Rob for, Zombie. What what's the odds that the song Dragula winds up in this? <laughs> Don Garlis built two cars for um, that show, and one was the original Monsters car, which right, you saw, the which Mobile, right, the Monsters Mobile, right. but he also built uh, Dragula, built Dragula, right. which was Grandpa's car. Which is funny because in the video, in the video for Dragula, they're not in Dragula; no. they're in the Monster Mobile. Yeah, That's they are. The whole like, uh, I wonder if Rob already owns both of them. I don't know because that sounds yeah, like I bet, something I bet he would that do. If he doesn't, he probably has replicas of them. I mean, he, that's it, a, it's either that or somebody is going to have to try to recreate both know, of those. Rob Zombie, and I'll be honest. Again, we're off on one of our tangents here, but it's all kind of related. Uh, it, it's one of those things with Rob Zombie. I really love white zombie stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I like a couple of Rob Zombie's albums. Yeah. But that's 
and then like I like about half of a couple other of his albums, <laughs> and that's yeah. about it. You know, yeah. The remix albums where they I always love the, the super super sexy swinging sounds that they re, where they remixed one and two. well yeah. they remixed um 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 no, Astro Creek two thousand yeah. Dude, that remake, that is an awesome album from beginning to end. And I've I'm, I'm never been huge on remix albums. Yeah. But that, the Those way they did that good. is pretty good. Yeah. Um, some of the movies are... And what was the other one? It was like Psycho Billy something. It was the one where they remixed uh, Hellbilly Deluxe. Yeah, I can't uh, think I can't of the name, name of it. Yeah, But then oh, some of the... Great American Song was a strip by. That was the name yeah, of it. That's, that's it. what it was. That's yeah. it. Mm. But some of the albums after that, eh, about... About half the songs. The what was the one that had American Witch on it? Um, like I liked about half that album. Yeah, uh, honestly. Uh, now there was an album between the two. Well, he's he's, um, he's released a new album here I know, recently, I know, and I haven't a, even listened to it. I need to go know, listen to it and actually check it out. There is a there is a I've line of demarcation of, between the first one between Astro or between uh, Astro Creep two or not Astro Creep but us uh, the Sexorcisto Double Music Volume One. Yeah. And Astro Creep 2000. Yes. Because in that first one, they're a straight-up metal band. Yes. In the second one, they're a techno metal band. Yes. And then all of Rob Zombie's stuff after that is pretty much stayed in that techno metal yes. thing. Which I don't have a problem with because I like Astro Creep 2000. But like I said, Hillbilly Deluxe, I like all but a couple of the tracks on there. Yeah. And then we get in the rest of his stuff. Again, it's kind of a okay. This has got four or five really good songs, and the rest of it I'm not real big on. Well, and the other just, thing I've got a problem with, and this people are gonna get mad at me for saying this, but he's gotten to where he's making all of his own videos for all of his. He's own been songs doing that now. for years, though. But the problem is, is that you can. There's a difference between the White Zombie videos. Oh, absolutely. And the the first releases of Rob Zombie right. videos. Now it seems like he's doing. He's got a warehouse somewhere. He's setting up a couple of consumer yeah, know, cameras, and he's just doing yeah. stuff. Because that's like, the first. I think the first. It's video, like he's phoning it in. I think the first bit. video that he recorded or that he directed himself. Yeah. Was. Um, oh, Electric Head. Yeah. Um, I think that was the first one. And then you can kind of see from there because it's like you know that's in a, like an old industrial park you know and they've got like the the uh, the, the twisted circus you know going on and yeah. like kind of stuff I'm like okay I get that because he pretty much directed everything after that yeah he didn't do more human than human that was the, someone else the and last then, few videos he's done especially the ones off the new album mm-hmm. I'm like this you you look like you phoned this in yeah I don't know I, I could have well, done this in my you know, backyard there's and I, I and you know that's not I've got a degree in this, you know, right, I, I can right, do video right, production right, myself, right. but you know, it's like, well, let's get together with the kids. Let's make a music video. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's again, okay. again, I would like to be in the situation where I could just phone it in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm also sure budget probably has a lot to do with it. I mean, even with the amount of money that he has, it's still one of those things where it's yeah, like, it's expensive. you're going to have to, and it's gotten more expensive as time has gone on, you know? Yeah. yeah I remember back in the, in the, okay. the mid nineties, mid to mid late nineties, whenever like a million dollars music video was almost unheard of. Yeah. And that was the whole thing. What was the guy that did all of like the, the hip hop videos did like the, um, he did like a whole like he did Talking Nas. About McG. Was it McG? He did like Nas video and a P Daddy video and like a whole bunch of stuff. And it was, that was the whole thing. He was like, "No, I got to have a million dollars." That was like his big thing. Yeah. Like we're going to do the thing. If I don't get a million dollars, we're not doing this video. Yeah. That 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 has to be his 
budget, you know, type thing. And it's funny now because I mean, because literally, like a lot of those, a lot of those early music videos. Of course, we're also talking about nineteen eighties dollars, you know. Yeah. But they were made for less than fifty grand. Yeah, you but know? they were <laughs> also more creative because there was they, there because was. they had a lack of funds and exactly. budget. They were more creative, but that whole necessity creates in, and yeah. Necessity but is this, mother this is a this so. is a different type of right. This isn't you know necessity is I know, mother of I know, invention. I know, I know, I know. This is a. Uh, I've already made all my money. I'm just. Right, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I can't speak because I haven't seen yeah. one of his videos in a long time. Um, don't get me wrong. I like Rob Zombie. I, I like the music, um, but I'm going to bag on him one more time. Okay. Evidently, his wife has talked him into doing a podcast, and really? it's Zombie versus or Zombie oh, yeah, on or, Zombie. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. I'm, and I haven't listened to it. So. I tried to listen to the first episode, and it was completely unlistenable. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Because it's evidently Sherry trying to do the interview, and she's interviewing her husband, mm-hmm. and it's her interviewing her husband every time. And okay. um, they've evidently already had all these conversations without the microphones, and now they're trying to recreate them. Right. And right. there's just no magic there. That's, you know... Podcasts are best when you have a rapport with somebody or at least you have one person in the conversation who can carry yeah. things. Or at least ask questions to get the other person to exactly. say Exactly. And you know, and it's one of those things with, with Rob Zombie especially. Yeah. I have seen he now, granted, this is his wife he's talking to. I, again, I have not heard the podcast, so I can't you know, so this is his wife he's talking to, so they obviously have some kind of rapport together and like yeah. and they've been together for like what, twenty Four twenty-five years, yeah, something, something like, that. like that. But it's one of those things where I have seen him in interviews before, and he is not an easy interview. No, by any stretch. And, and I'm, we're going like all the way back, like from the very first time I saw like a white zombie interview on MTV. I'm like, wow, this dude is really not a good interview because he is just contemptuous from the first from the jump, you know. And I mean, like I've seen videos with him, or I've seen interviews with him where I'm like. Why did you even, obviously you don't want to be here. Why did you even agree to do this? You know? <laughs> contract. I guess. But it's just, part of contract obligations. Yeah, but I'm just like, wow, that's a, uh, and again, I like I like Rob Zombie yeah. for the most part, but it's just, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I guess some people just are good interviews and some people aren't, you know? And what I was saying with the, you know, with the podcast, you have to have somebody who can carry, or you have to have some kind of rapport, you know? Because, yeah. you know, I've, I have, thought about a lot of times you're like we'll sit down here before we're getting ready to record and i'll be like don't you know, we'll start to talk about something like don't do it yet we're gonna we'll talk about it on, on the yeah. show uh, you know there have been times that i've sat down and i already had something kind of in the chamber of this is what, yeah you know this is something i'm going to say about this at some point but you podcasts have to be organic or else they come off sounding like an npr <laughs> And no one wants that. Well, you know, Bob, it's one of those things that we could just... I got to wonder, if is that in their contract that they have to put on that voice? What? Are you bumping your foot? I did, yeah. Okay, I was like, um, what is, is... We got a jackhammer no, going on or something? A, yeah. yeah. Um, they... Um, yeah, they have to sound a certain uh, way. Yeah, I, I swear. It's like, I mean, they all of them, every show on NPR sounds like that. I, I think familiarity breeds... Um, a certain type because you know I worked for a PBS I worked on the TV side right. but the guys upstairs at the radio station were some of the nicest folks you'd ever mm-hmm. meet in your life but I think there is kind of a style sheet and because they oh, yeah. they all tend to be classical music 
or jazz or something like that. You know, there's a certain there's a certain style of speech pattern that I think has bled over into the news reporting. It reminds me of that scene in uh, Howard Stern's Private Parts. Yes. Where Pig Vomit's trying to get him to say WNBC. you got to say yeah. WNBC. <laughs> He's like, keep trying. No, you have to say it this way. You have to say it this way. <laughs> WNBC. Yeah. No, but... Some of, some of my best memories was working at the PBS station while I was in college. I had a ball doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's classical music. You're going to right. have some. You're going to have some. This was Beethoven with his fifth movement on such and such. This was recorded by the British Philharmonic, blah, blah, blah. We're now listening to this. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You know, if you're listening to classical music, you're listening for, I need it to be soothing all the way through. Okay. And it tends to bleed over into their new stuff. That I mean, bringing that private parts thing up. Yeah. How old do you think Paul Giamatti is? Paul Giamatti? Because, mm-hmm. you know, he played pig vomit in that. You know, he was the the producer that, you know. That I'm going to say, Paul. at this point, Paul Giamatti is probably 66. How old is he? Paul Giamatti. As of this month, just turned 54 years old. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. So he's been an old man his entire life. <laughs> you got to think he's only like seven years older than yeah. I am, six years older than you. <laughs> yeah. So he's been a cranky old dude for <laughs> yes. most of his existence. And it's funny, I have a brother that because I, I happen, I forget what it was that I like, the reason why I ran across that Holy not long crap. ago. And I was like, you got to be kidding. No. No, 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 no. Because it's like, because you got to think back when he was playing that that role. Yeah. And he was like in his mid-30s. <laughs> yeah, and playing somebody who was in like their I know, mid-50s. I know. It's just like, wow. that's <laughs> Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, now that we, we've gone all the way around the world and back again. <laughs> Sorry, um, I derailed no, the thing with Rob hey, Zombie. No, I mean, it's fine. It's, a, it's what we do. <laughs> I think people would be disappointed if we didn't go off the rails, you know. It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, somebody's just sitting down the track waiting, waiting with the They're switch. Just waiting for it. That's all it is. It's Where's like, the switch? Where's yeah, the switch? So, anyways, guys, thank you so much. Go and check out Terminator. I know watch I have all the Terminators I know except I, I for the last one. I haven't. Don't watch seen, the last one. It's a garbage one. I haven't seen like two of the five movies or however many movies yeah. there is. You know, I enjoyed them. They're fun. And, um, Make you some popcorn. Sit back and have a good evening. Well, let's see. There's been there's three, four, five. There's six movies. Yeah. So I've seen four of the six. I haven't seen two of them. So everybody watch five of the but six. Apparently, just don't leave the don't but, watch you know, the sixth one. Since I watched the sixth one, I haven't got to watch the other ones because it completely wiped them out. So it's just like <laughs> I think you'll enjoy the hey, others and I'm better telling than you, the sixth one. I'm telling you, listen or watch uh, if you didn't get a chance, watch uh, Terminator to Sarah Connor Chronicles because it's actually a really good show. Yeah. Uh, and I it's need also to go back one of those long it. format, you know, where it's. 13 episodes the first season and you know 20 the second or something so it's like they get to flesh out the characters as well as the the story a yeah. lot in there uh so uh, and that's you know when you're trying to squish it all into two hours sometimes story gets cut 
Yep. And, you know, so it's like, why did this happen? And later you're like, oh, yeah, there was supposed to be a scene that explained this or whatever and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so anyways, go watch the Terminator movies and uh, go check out our uh, Instagram page. That is uh, at um, Project Gen X Pod. That's all, um, Alan. I haven't been posting anything Dave over says there. that every time. So it's... <laughs> Well, just, we are still on Facebook. There's links for everything, whatever. I don't know what's going on with Facebook. I, I honestly, I've pretty much abandoned that page. I, I went over. So I went a, over and was looking at it today. We have literally, I think it's 27 followers. Now. Yeah, I know it's something 27. stupid. And so the 27 that's still there, uh, I will try to post something there occasionally for yeah, you. I know. But go to Instagram. But like I said, it's something to do with the, when they change their algorithms and crap and, and they're getting just, ready to do it all again yeah. because they're coming they're getting after, into podcasting all yeah. of a sudden and they're going to wind up ruining it like everything else they're so. trying to yeah so, so allow me to plug um adam curry's podcasting 2.0 <laughs> index there you go and we're on there kinda. are we on there kind of well we have a spot on there we just haven't done anything with it okay yet, we need so, to do something with yeah, it so so anyways, guys, thank you so much. I am Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, Big oh, Dave. Also in, oh, he just jumped. I yeah, know. I'm what? sorry. I just, I was right as I said that. I was like, wait a second. <sighs> uh, I'm also going to have links in the, um, uh, there, there will be, obviously there's links to our, our social media, but there will also be a link to our YouTube page that has, that will have supplemental material, you know, whether it's Guns N' Roses video or Taco Bell or Pepsi commercials or anything I can find with this will be over there where you can go yeah. and look at it and. Uh, we try to be we try to be pretty to stay on top of that type of stuff so you can go and check out what we're actually what we're actually speaking about <laughs> it's like oh this is what that was okay that's yeah, yeah yeah so anyways sorry well i won't step on you this way i'm alan smith i'm the other guy big dave <laughs> just checking and we'll see you next time see you